1: All right, all right. Here we are again, another Balanced Breakdown. And this is where we, that's what I'm calling this thing, the Balanced Breakdown. It's where we uh, see what the takeaways are from the conversation we had with our expert guests and how we can apply them to our own lives as a Balanced Artists. And the last conversation I had was with Carlos Panavega, who's an actor and singer. He was on the Nickelodeon series, Big Time Rush. He was on ER he did. Dancing with the Stars where he competed against his wife. He's got his own YouTube channel. He was in the Mighty Oak which is one that I watched recently with my kids. Fantastic movie. It was a great conversation with uh, Carlos. I really enjoyed I, I mean I'd never met him before but like we just we got together <laughs> we just got along really, uh, really well. Really easy to talk to and I loved the way he explained how he, he prioritizes his family life and his creative life it's like life's full of distractions. And if you can prioritize and you can navigate around and find a good, healthy balance, like he just, it seems like he does that really well. If you're anything like me, you find that like, I don't know, creativity comes and goes and it's not always around. And when you're firing blanks, I just, I try to spend more time doing other things like hanging out with the kids or trying to create new streams of incomes that I can, you know, don't put it unnecessary pressure on my art. If you're always trying to monetize it, then like your art becomes a job. And so if you, it's nice to have a little passive income on the side so you don't have to stress over creating, you know, 24 seven. Carlos shows us how to pivot to make opportunities happen rather than sitting around and waiting for opportunities to come. He just, you know, he created a YouTube channel and started in that route. Like he's a multi-talented guy. So he's optimizing all his assets. He's skill stacking to make himself invaluable. And that's what happens. Like you just, if the phone stops ringing, try to create your own opportunities. Carlos and his wife competed against each other on dancing with the stars, which must have been awkward dinner conversation. I like the relationship they have because it seems like they have a really good time balancing their marriage with their children and their work. And when like one of them's shooting a movie, like she, Alexa, who's his wife is, is a, is an actress. So they're both in the same industry. Right. And so one's doing a movie. The other one's taking over the family side. So they really have each other's backs. It's like a true partnership. Like, considering they're both creative, like, I find they understand each other. Like, they find they know how to find the time to be creative as parents. The like kids have a tendency to rob mental space. And I, I know from, from experience. So, if you have a partner to tag in and out with, I think it's a definite asset. We talked about how the Enneagram allows you to understand how to operate in the world relative to others. And that goes back to what I just said about having a partner that you can tag in and out with. Like, if your partner understands where you're coming from, first of all, you should probably take the Enneagram test online. It's free. It's just, it, it gives you what it is. It's like a personality test where you put in a bunch of information, you answer a bunch of questions, and then it gives you a number rating from one to nine based on your answers. And the descriptions for each number are really really accurate and so when you give it to your partner uh or anyone that you correspond with on a daily basis they're like you know what you do do this this is very accurate i found it very beneficial uh back when i took it yeah i mean if you're it's great if you're in a relationship with someone who doesn't really get your artistic side and the results really break down uh like what personality type and gives your spouse a glimpse into your mind another question i often get is like do you need to move to a entertainment hub to make it in the industry and most people would say yes because you're there where the action is and where all the connections are made and i see that to an extent but it's like these days no one's communicating in person like (laughs) what does it matter if you're calling texting or emailing from the same area code Like, carlos and his family used to live in la and after they had their first kid they decided to move to hawaii and we talked about it, it was living in Hawaii as awesome as everyone else in the world thinks it is. Spoiler alert: it is. Um, <laughs> so, but moving out of Hollywood reduced their motivation because there was really no accountability from any of their peers. Like when you're in Hollywood, well, this guy is doing this and this guy is doing that. Now you have to keep up. If all your neighbors in Hawaii are on vacation, then like who is holding you accountable and where? I mean, it really is you have to eat and you got to work to do that kind of thing. It works for them. Uh, They seem to be busier than ever, but uh, they really, they struggled for the first little while to, uh, to get into the groove. If you get a chance to hear the entire interview, I I encourage you to, it's, it's, it was a lot of fun. Like I, again, I didn't know him beforehand, but we just gabbed like a couple of schoolboys for like an hour straight. And um, Carlos has been doing this stuff a long time, like at a very high level. So if you want to learn more about him and his journey, then go check out the entire episode. Take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, at Rory Gardner Music. Check us out on Facebook at The Balanced Artist and go take The Balanced Artist quiz on our website. And now that we've broken down how this episode can be applied to your creative endeavors, let's wrap it up with a segment I like to call Wasting Time with my friend and drummer, Kevin. Kevin, what do you think of Carlos Penavega?
0: I don't know where to start. Well,
1: I think you should start with... Um... The fact that his wife's name is Alexa, and I was, I was
0: reading the intro, I'm like, I wonder if he just like barks orders at Alexa. I literally have written down Alexa, and it's circled twice. <laughs> 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 I mean, there's got to be some sort of humor we can pull out of this. I can't think of what it is, though, without offending his actual wife, Alexa. Um just got to think, that's a Google household. That's not an Amazon household. Yeah, definitely. They had Alexa for a while, and he'd be like, Alexa, what's the time? <laughs> Don't talk to me like, that tone. <laughs> Check your own watch. <laughs> Check your own damn phone. <laughs> so now he can say, Google, what's the time? And Alexa's like, oh, you never talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, play a song for me. Okay, but it seems a little rude. You have your own phone. <laughs> I can't sing. Uh- I mean, she probably can. If she was dancing on Dancing with the Stars, she can also sing, I'm sure. It sounds like uh, she's already multi-talented. I can't imagine competing with my wife on, I mean, we can't play Monopoly without getting into arguments, let alone going into an intensive dance competition.
1: What What do you argue about over Monopoly? It's like, I'll give you Baltic Avenue for Boardwalk. I'd be kicked off in episode one of Dancing with the Stars. I have no rhythm.
0: I could, as as your drummer for 20 years, I can attest to that.
1: Okay, well, you, okay, you have rhythm being a drummer, but how's your dancing skills?
0: Oh, the, no, horrible. Very, very different muscles and muscle memory. But you see uh,
1: what you between... did there? You're like, well, Alexa, she's on Dancing with a star, She could probably sing because you associated those two together. Wouldn't someone as narrow-minded as you associate drumming with being able to dance?
0: I could count people in really well. I could count the steps.
1: One, two, three, four. I can't count in English. That's the problem.
0: I don't think you can speak French, so. <laughs> you
1: know, I started doing because I so I did French immersion in in school, but then I, I didn't really use it much as an adult. So I'm trying to uh, get it back. I'm trying to immerse myself back into it. And so I take these, I do these personal training sessions with my kickboxing guy, who happens to be French. And I tell him for the next hour, just speak French to me. So he's he's basically beating me up in a different language.
0: And you have some great associations with the the French language, of pain. Yeah.
1: It pains me to have an English conversation with you sometimes.
0: That's fair. We can switch to French if you'd like. Uh, alors, qu'est-ce que c'est ton... Eh... Good to know that your improv is as good in French <laughs> as it is in English.
1: <laughs> How to find time to be creative as a parent. So he's he basically moved to Hawaii from Hollywood. Hollywood's kind of a big hustle and bustle. He moved to Hawaii. And it's funny how he mentioned he, he's just not as driven there because it's a little bit more relaxed. And He doesn't have the accountability of his peers to... You're not really competing with anybody out there, so it's hard to really get motivated. I thought that was kind of an interesting perspective.
0: I agree. I feel like, especially as you and I uh, get older, move on with our lives and our careers... You're old. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, fine. I'm old. Uh, you're four years older than me. Three years, three years. Sorry, i interrupted you where I was going before you rudely interrupted me. Alexa can't um, be a God. Go ahead. <laughs> Alexa, find my point. <laughs> <laughs> See if that was my wife, she would find the point for me and she would make it more eloquently than I am. <laughs> but that's part of why I, we enjoy our friendship is because we push each other in different areas of life and, and we keep e- each other accountable as well. So, uh, I know without people like you in my life, I probably wouldn't be continuing in music or in comedy sort of things like we are, so uh, I think it is important to have those those peers around you even if they're not competing we we don't well we compete, but we don't compete in these areas do you do you just compliment me in there somewhere There was a bitch slap in there of compliment well, that's uh <laughs> well
1: let's let's just freeze frame this moment for a second and just suck it all in Just a moment of silence if we could. Just...
0: Alexa, <laughs> give me a moment of silence.
1: I don't understand.
0: I can relate to the, uh, the household of, of different diets as well. I mean, my wife and I are vegan. One of my daughters is vegetarian. The other one eats meat. Um, she, it's not her fault. She's only four. The daycare that we put her in wasn't a vegetarian daycare because we weren't vegetarian when she started in that daycare. So she comes home and she's like, some days she's just like, I love chicken. <laughs> That uh, hurts my soul. So is it weird that your four-year-old has higher B12 levels than you do? We all have B12 levels so that are fine, Rory. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, let's have a moment of silence for the medical podcast we just became. All right, sounds good. Solving Rory's health issues.
1: You just a moment of silence, then you just you talked for the next.
0: I don't know what silence means. Alexa, what silence mean? <laughs>
1: uh, okay, we're good. Gonna... <laughs> have you done the Enneagram uh, thing with your wife?
0: Yes, like love but, languages and that uh, stuff. And, uh, uh, Enneagram's not love languages. That's a whole other thing. Um, Enneagram's more of a personality test. Yeah, it's kind of like Myers-Briggs. Right. If you've ever done that, that's more old school. Enneagram's more new school. I can't remember because I think they're just numbers, right? They're numbers. I'm a three. Carlos was a one.
1: And I think knowing these numbers about yourself and your spouse or anyone you're corresponding with is actually... It's good because it allows you to see their perspective. Online or or wherever, you can actually see it breaks it down like how you respond to people with that number, and it's actually pretty accurate.
0: Yeah, I found that too. Huddy and I did them uh, about two years ago, and uh, and both of us were not strongly any one. We were both like fairly strongly three different ones.
1: That's strange. I was for sure one, and like why? Why do you think you're spread over? You're like your personality is indecisive? I, I guess so. I, <laughs> do you have multiple personalities? Is that the problem?
0: I've always been a generalist, so, you know, I fall into multiple camps. You seem like a, like a
1: pretty well-mannered young man, and all of a sudden, you just get a little bit aggressive.
0: Alexa, get me something. Nah. Alexa, find me a joke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's late at night. It's okay, we got to wait till the damn kids are in bed before we do this. And I, I just, I'm, I'm funnier in the afternoon.
0: They're all gonna be up too, like who's Alexa? Why are you yelling? That's true. I should try Keep it. Alexa. Alexa.
1: Speak louder. Alexa,
0: turn your own volume up.
1: I can't turn my own volume up. That's a manual thing that you have to do. Google would be able to do
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Stupid Alexa. Band's name is Big Time Rush. And was he confused with Rush? No, because it was a TV show, Big Time Rush. And this
1: was kind of I didn't I didn't see it. And then there was a band out of this show called Big Time Rush, and they were huge for the uh, the younger folk. And um, he showed me his platinum record on the uh, on the Zoom. It was kind of neat. And uh, and then I asked him, like, Wait, so you played stadiums, you you did, did these big tours, and now you're isolated in Hawaii. I mean, it's going to be a change. Like, and he's got two kids now. He's got he lives with Alexa, and his wife that's got to be difficult. Like it's when you're used to the rush and then all of a sudden you're the family man.
0: But you've seen that, like your career has had its ebbs and flows where you're into bigger shows and you're into tours and then you spend some time at home or you spend some time in comedy clubs or the biggest, you can find the challenge in each season. The biggest dip
1: in my musical emotional journey was uh, I opened for Keith Urban and then uh, the day after, I played a wedding
0: and it was just (laughs) those are two very different things. (laughs) Exactly. It's uh,
1: the universe has a way of not letting you stay on your high horse for too long.
0: Definitely. I mean, Keith Urban also played that wedding. (laughs) So that was a little awkward. It was his wedding (laughs) to Nicole Kidman. He was like this Rory kid. I'm going to have him come play sweet home, Alabama. (laughs) He's a fan. He's a big fan. Cut all of that. Cut all of this. That's all we've got for this episode of the podcast. We have new shows every week, so remember to hit subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from becoming a balanced artist.